Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Last Black Straw, a roundtable discussion on racism throughout history, throughout different cultures, throughout all the countries in the world. Guys, on every episode, we're going to be discussing the effects and causes and reasons and, and, and questions that I may have as someone who is, you know, someone who's not a black person, right? Who is not from that culture. I unfortunately, you know, fortunately, I don't have to deal with that as strongly as my guests who I'm about to introduce probably have to deal with on a, unfortunately, I don't dare I say almost daily basis, right? So let's get right into it. We're going to, I'm going to let you guys know right now. I'm going to let all the listeners out there know, whoever is listening, I'm going to ask questions and my guests know that I'm going to come at them with some very direct questions. The reason for my questions is not ignorance and racism. It's to ask because as a person who's not dealing with these things on a consistent basis, I have questions and they're very direct questions. And I want to learn from everyone on my show what's going to, what your guys' points of view are so I can learn and understand, right? So without any further ado, guys, I'm going to introduce first and foremost, all of these people on our podcast are awesome. So I'm going to start with Moody. Moody, go ahead and introduce yourself to all the listeners out there. Uh, uh, hi, my name is Moody. I just go by Moody. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm from Jamaica. I moved here to the United States about 10 years ago. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll learn a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, 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 this is their first time doing one of these. So, you know, it's, it's a little different. So they'll get used to it as we go. So, yeah, well, I'll ask some other questions and stuff like that so we can get to know you throughout the podcast. All right, yeah. Moody? <laughs> so, Jonathan, introduce yourself, sir. Tell them a little bit about yourself. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Jonathan. Um, uh, just the background, I... I'm originally from New York, born and raised. I've lived in Florida for about 12 years. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm currently a flight attendant, um, aspiring pilot. I'm 27 years old, and you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast, and you'll get to know me more and more on each awesome. episode. Yeah, so excited to have you guys on. And then last but not least, Jamie, introduce yourself, sir. What's going on? My name is Jamie. Um from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, went to a historically black college at Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University, October 3rd, 1887. What? For all my family people out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've been living in Florida for uh, 11 years. That's awesome. I had no idea you went to an agricultural uh, college. That's pretty cool. Yeah, HBCU, yeah. bro. That's pretty damn cool. So, yeah. So, guys, now that you know a little bit about them, you know their names, like I said, I'm going to talk about some very heavy subject matter. If you've clicked on this podcast, it's it's going to get heavy. And, and there's a reason for it. Like I said before, I want to not only educate myself, but educate the people out there that may not understand what we're about to talk about, may not agree with things. Um, and for those who do agree, you know, obviously, you know, you guys will get to listen in on things that you agree with. So right into it. This episode is going to be predominantly about racism and police brutality. Okay. Very heavy words. Two very fucked up, very heavy words. Guys, by the way, it's going to be a lot of cursing on this thing. So I don't know if you've got kids listening. If you do, I don't know what's wrong with you. Get them out of the room, get them out of the car, whatever you got to do. So it's fucked up. Racism and police brutality. Those are two words that 
be real with you guys. It fucking pisses me off. You know, it, it's, I, I will never understand why, like I'm going to say right now, I will never understand why there's racism in the world. I get why there is. I don't understand it because I'm going to say it as plain and as simple as possible. I'm sure you guys have all heard this term. You may be black. I may be brown. The other person may be yellow, white, green, whatever color you are. As soon as I cut you or you cut me, we're all the same color underneath. It's That's all it is. I will never understand that. So that's reason number one why I get angry. Okay. Reason number two is police brutality. It's, it's wrong. It's so wrong. You know, why the cops, why were cops created? Cops were created to patrol and protect and serve the community, not to abuse, mistreat, and kill people in the community. No matter what it is, that should always be the last resort is brutality. Brutality should be the last thing only in defense of everyone. Not because somebody had a $20 bill or or whatever the hell it was. So when I say the words racism, what is that to you guys being people, uh, you know, that deal with us on a daily basis? What, what does that make you feel when you hear the word racism or you, or you experience it? What is that like? What for you guys? And whoever wants to go first can go first. Um, I'll start, I guess, coming from where I come from, um, of course, there probably is some amount of racism, but um, of course, you know, the country itself is predominantly black. So um, you don't really see that much of it where I'm from coming to the United States uh, definitely opened up my eyes to what is currently happening. And then, of course, open me my mind or yeah to kind of do a little bit of research on where this all started how it all started um racism itself um i'm sure i i i have experiences you know they are definitely not to the extent that a lot of my friends have experienced um or even you know other black people in the united states have experienced definitely not to that extreme um, I don't doubt that it will happen, but of course, you know, I can say I probably have that privilege because of the complexion that I carry around. You know, a lot of people are probably not going to look at me and say, oh, you're black. Um, so I won't face it as much as people, of right. more melanated people. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, that's well, that's really well said. Um, so you, like you said, you, you don't experience it as harshly um, because of the tone of your skin tone. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it, people don't look at me, you know, unless I use my Jamaican accent, you know, probably no one's going to associate me with um, sure, black. Sure. So um, when I, when I say I'm a Jamaican, of course, I get, I get the little sparky comments and whatever, but um, I, I don't know that I call it. <laughs> I don't know that I call it racism anyway. Um, ignorance, maybe, right. but yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and and so so that that's good to know. You know, to understand. You know how you know your day is kind of is now, Jamie. Yep. Yourself, what what do you think of when I when I said what I said when I say the words race when I say the word racism. What does that mean to you? What does that feel like? Like I said, you know, like I asked Moody, kind of reflect on what that makes you feel and kind of reflect on, you know, experiences that you've had with that. 
Um, I would just say it's when I hear that word, it's just annoying. First thing that pops into my head, ignorant, um, absolutely hateful, and it's just you know, ah, something that we got to deal with our whole lives. I mean, right? It, it. It's very frustrating. Like just to put it like that. Like say, to, you, Jamie, I want you to say say it however it is that you really are feeling it. Don't hold back. You know, there's no judgment here, man. So whatever, you know, whatever we're, you know, whatever feeling you get, just just say it. It's okay. We're not going to judge you for it. So what I feel when I feel like someone is racist, it's two things. Maybe even three. One that their whiteness is being threatened by my presence. That's number one. Number two, they may not know or may not understand or may not even have anyone of color in their lives. Three, it could be a mixture of one and two and a mental illness on top of that, which just makes everything worse. So it's frustrating because racism is taught. It's not something that you're born with it's something that you're taught and then you feel threatened by something that you don't understand and i see all these videos popping up online um you know that lady in california going up to that asian woman and saying what are you doing here you know what i'm saying like that's i i think all it's all of that it's mental illness it's being taught you know being taught racism Mm -hmm. and it's it's a culmination of all of that building up and with our president right now you know blowing that dog whistle people are thinking it's okay orange to come out and you know say what they think they can say so it's just really frustrating at this point i mean 2020 i don't i don't get it Listen, 2020, all I'm going to say on the 2020 thing is all we need now is to wake up in the morning tomorrow. Everyone looks at their phones and you see that New York, L.A., all the major cities, there's a fucking giant saucer in the sky and there's giant (laughs) aliens walking all around. Like, I I wouldn't even question it. I would not even question it at that point. I mean, it's crazy. It's it's crazy. It is. It really is crazy. Jamie, you know, I really like the way you put that. It's very well said, you know, it. I'm, you know, as someone who, who doesn't have to deal with that on a daily basis or, you know, all the time is I feel anger when I see it towards others. You know what I'm saying? And so I can only imagine what you guys must feel. And, you know, they always say, you know, hatred is the worst, you know, anger is the worst thing. You know, you know, it's, it's a terrible thing to be angry. It's like, you know, but you can't help it. You can't help it because I, I, you know, what I really feel at the end of the day is sadness for those who who are racist towards others. I feel sadness. As much as I make it angry, I feel sadness because I always, I always tell people like this. I feel sad for those who are the way they are with those things, because you live your life worrying about something so stupid, man, so fucking (laughs) stupid. You mean, you tell me you spent so much energy in your mind, in your life, that one gift that you've been given, you don't know if tomorrow you're going to fucking die. You're going to walk out the street and you're dead. You just drop. You don't know. And you're so threatened I feel bad by, for you. Yeah. And you're threatened by, by someone just breathing. 
like by someone's breathing, yeah. uh, you know, okay. Be, be a little jealous that, you know, the music that comes out of, you know, your guys's culture and all that is fucking amazing. <laughs> Everything that they're threatened about. I'm just going to say it in my opinion, they, the threat I feel comes from the fact that, you know, they try to make you guys feel like you're not the superior race. And no one is more superior than the other, but, but they were, but see, fun. but the thing is, is that white people have culminated that belief for right. centuries and that they are yeah. the superior yeah. Yeah. and now and that they see now. everyone is coming in and getting equal somewhat equal amount of power mm-hmm. they feel threatened yeah exactly so and that's exactly. about their racism and it's sad because it's like you insecurity know what? mixed with yeah. a horrible education of racism i mean it is because it's sad it really is sad because you're going about your day worrying about something while I'm going about my day just trying to grow my businesses, my different streams of income that I have, and just trying to go about my life being a good person to every single person I come into contact with. I'm not perfect. We all have our days where we get angry at people, we give people attitude. Shit happens. But that's different than being a racist, ignorant, bigoted person. You know. So Jonathan, racism, what does it mean to you? What does it make you feel? And if you can give us, give the listeners a good example of something that you've dealt with, with racism, it's like that one thing that really pissed you off. Um, I would say racism. I mean, obviously everyone knows the definition, you know, it's like being prejudiced or like, you know, discrimination, but uh, I would say, honestly, um, just pure hatred. I feel like a lot of people are evil as well. And there's times me growing up, you know, even in middle school, uh, high school, where I guess like I've experienced racism, but it kind of blew over my head. And I didn't realize it until later. A lot of situations sure. I was like, okay, that was really racist. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. I will give you guys a story. And one of my very first, it's a very, uh, it hurts even talking about this because I was just shocked at how blatant this dude, you know, he was one of my managers at one of my second jobs. And me and one of my friends, uh, is another black guy, we worked, I think, a 14 or 15 hour shift and uh, we were in the back cleaning up something. And this manager, he's a tall, uh, he was an older white dude, bald dude, heavy set. And uh, he goes, I know you guys aren't tired. About 50, 60 years ago, I'd go in the back and get a big old whip. <laughs> You're lying. Oh, get the no. fuck out. No, no, no. Oh, no. Wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold the fuck up. Jonathan, are you telling me that that's some, your boss <laughs> at the time? Yeah. Came up to you and said that shit to you? I was, we, we didn't, at the time we were young Dude, I would have oh. We didn't, uh, we, I just got the, he's the one that hired me. So it was all kind of like, you know, like I was, I didn't tell my parents about it. I don't want them to go make a scene or anything. But now I realize and I'm like, I should have, you know, I should have gotten oh, yeah. fired. Like oh, yeah. HR, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I Man, I, I can't, I can't even imagine what you feel because the, here, here's how I experience racism sometimes, guys. The, the racism that I experience is stereotyping, okay? Mm-hmm. The biggest one I've always gotten is some white person comes up to me and because of the color of my skin, they're like, oh, he must be Mexican or, you know, he's he's a spick, he's Spanish, he's whatever he is. And what do I get? They're like, uh, uh, hey, uh, uh, do you, you know, they add the O at the end, you know, Ocaro, El Diso, El Dato, and every other word out of this one time that I had the worst one was, you know, 
you know, Caro, oh, everything had an OO at the end. And I looked at him, I go, you know, I'm full-blooded American. I'm born and raised in this country. I consider myself an American. I'm patriotic towards this country. But I'm also Spanish. And I also take offense to what the fuck you're saying to me. I speak perfect English. How about you talk to me in perfect English? It's the first time in my life I'd ever experienced that. And that's the worst I've ever experienced. So I can only imagine what you guys see or your friends deal with or your family, you know, Man, so just hearing what you told me to. Uh, yeah. well, <laughs> I got another thing to add. That's like, I mean, um, Go ahead, you guys know of it, but uh, I'm not going to say where, where my last job was. You guys know where it was, but I always <laughs> had an issue with uh, the parents guidelines. And I remember there was one point where I grew oh up, I grew out my yeah. hair and mm-hmm. I would get a part at the side mm-hmm. of my head probably uh, mm-hmm. on the left side. And I was told by numerous, a bunch of managers that that's not within the parents' guidelines and I need to cut it and everything. And at the same time, I would think there's other guys, there were white guys with the same exact, similar cut with the same part. Yep. They, they told yeah. me it was the part that I had, that was the whole thing. And I, and I couldn't, it was like frustrating. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. Did you ever throw out the words you feel harassed or racism? I didn't. And then I didn't. You 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 realize that that was your mistake. You should, yeah. if that ever happens to you guys, always throw that out there because you know it what? will make them feel so fucking uncomfortable. You know what's even worse about that is that particular company doesn't allow dreadlocks. That yes, whatsoever. I was told yeah. that as well. Yeah. You know, for a company that touts that, and and guys, I think you can kind of figure out where and what company we're talking about. We're not going to say because we we don't want to get sued. Yeah, we got nobody on this podcast. (laughs) So you know, so here's the thing: for a company that touts about, oh, we're so diverse and this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're diverse in a lot of things, but you're not diverse in that one ethnicity's particular customs and styles and cultural, you know, ways of being. Yeah, and and I never get it. Who cares if it's a fucking dreadlock? Who cares if you have nappy hair or whatever you may have, or a line through your hair designs? Who gives a shit? So I'm saying that's guy. That's why I made this podcast because I just I don't get it. I don't understand it. I feel like I did um, feel I, I felt targeted though. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to. Oh, sure you did. Yeah, of course, I, I, you had a, I had a motive. I, I we had mm-hmm. a lot of talks about that. Jamie, um, you were. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Jamie. Now I said. Now you said um, that for yourself, you um, you you had issues with that as well. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. It it, it definitely it's unfortunate because they're worrying about those little things. For example, like at that company, those experiences you guys went through, they're worrying about that because that's the easiest thing they can do to make themselves feel a little bit better about oh, the yeah. day. That's what I always feel like, and it's unfortunate. It's there very was someone. There was someone that I knew. Who I think you knew, um, had a humongous afro, humongous, yeah. wow, this big, told him to cut. Right. He was devastated, and I was just like, ah, yeah, like what do you want from us? Honestly, what do you want? Yeah. Like I, I can't have my hair too big. I, I do anything crazy with a part, ooh, a little line. That's not allowed. I can't yeah. naturally put my oh, hair in dreadlocks. Can't have that that yeah. line or that part. I I'm just like, like, what do y'all want? The the thing. Yeah, about, it, it's pretty unfortunate. It's it's crazy because it kind of just shows you what systemic racism really is. It's like you know, we we embrace you, we love you, we love your culture, we. But you know, 
here are our guidelines for you know you to be who you we want you to be like we love you and everything but your this is our guidelines and it's going to of course be geared towards what they look like and not <laughs> you know yeah what someone it's like you know yeah it's like here here's your cup of coffee you know, but you got to put a little, put a little white in it. You got to milk it up yeah, a little you bit. You got to milk it up. You know, we got to make the, I'm sorry to say, we got to make the white people feel more comfortable at home. You know, mm-hmm. yep. that's, that's, that's unfortunate that, that that's how it is, you know, but forgetting that let's go straight into the police brutality aspect of what I wanted to talk about here on, on this episode of, you know, the last black straw is I'm not even going to talk about it. I want you guys to talk about this takeover for a little bit. When you see the things that you see out there going on in the world with police brutality, with the cops and the protesters and all that stuff, I'm going to say this before I let you guys have the floor. The reason I started this podcast, guys, is I was watching a video the day I sent Jonathan the message. I had just seen a video of a black cop, two black cops grabbing two black college kids, taking them out of their cars, tasing them, beating the living shit out of them. And it's not the first time I've seen it. I was fucking angry. I didn't, I was confused. I was angry and I was frustrated that here's what went through my head. One black person attacking another black person. When the last thing that they should be doing is doing that. The last thing you should be, the thing you should have done that you should have seen in that video is that cop go stop and stop. What are we doing? You know? At the co- even yeah okay you may lose your job you may deal with some racism after the fact from your entire squad whatever but there's I feel like there's times in your life where you need to step in and it just I didn't understand that and if if I didn't understand that I can only imagine what you guys must feel seeing videos like that it's, of another black person brutally attacking another black person it's in the I think it's personally I think it's it's in the culture of of the police. I mean, I have, I have a few feelings on that. I think that they take on way too much. You know what I'm saying? I really do. I don't think, you know, they need to be needed for every single interaction with, you know, if there's a small problem, I really don't think a cop should come up and try to te- deal with that problem. But moving on from what I believe should happen in the future it, I, I still think it's just embedded in that culture. I think like everyone's had a job where you have to serve a customer. And when you're seeing nothing but customers, you get tired of them. Like naturally you get tired of customers. It's just natural. It's a customer service job. You get tired of And I'm thinking that's what they're going through is they're seeing these people nonstop and they're all thinking we are the enemy. We are the enemy. Because it's all that they see. So I think we really need to get, we need to get that out of here. You we're know, not, they don't right, need to have that enemy. much on their plate because we're not right. the enemy. That's, you know? that's like, uh, I don't know if um, anyone's, you, Brian, you were just telling me you're watching the, the, uh, the, the movie on Netflix 13th and it oh, really yeah. showed oh, how dude. black people were portrayed as like the villains are criminals, thugs. Uh, they showed since, a, a little skit of this since forever. This white girl jumping off a cliff than rather being uh, raped by a black man, and I was like, "That's how we were portrayed." That's sickening and disgusting. You, it was the portrayal of the scary black man coming to rape the young white woman. Mm-hmm. 
And it's fucked up. It's fucked up. I, you know, so you guys go ahead, keep going, you know, um, off of what I said about the, the whole brutality thing. Police brutality, you know, it's, I feel like it's easy for, it's easy for, especially white people to say, oh, you know, not every cop is bad. Not every situation is the same. Well, what did he do to, for the cop to do this? But what um, is coming to light now is that a lot of, a lot of these situations, one would have been handled way differently if the suspect or the person being brutalized, let me just put it that way, was white. Um, also, you see that there are a lot of people who have this superior, superiority complex that end up joining the force. Um, either, you know, either they were bullied in school or they were bullies in school, whichever way, because I see it both ways, you know. And they have yeah. to maintain that type of, you know, superiority. And what better way to do it than to join the police force where we get to, you know, pull people, people out of their cars, out of their houses, randomly stop people on the street and end up beating them 2.5 seconds later. Because frustration out. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Most As of the time, it's for no military. reason. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, it, it's, it's crazy. Like, you know, all I have to say on this whole thing, the police brutality is this. Why does every single cop have a gun? I, I get why they have guns. It's in self-defense. It's for self-defense. But does a cop really need to show up armed to the nines every single time for a domestic call for, for anything, you know, you know, it, the police has been militarized, in my opinion, in my eyes at this point. It's, it's, mili- it's been militarized. You know, does a cop really need, you know, a 22 or a 38 or a 44, you know, whatever it is. You know, I, I get that there's been those, you know, things with the shootings at the schools and, you know, all that crap. But that's why you have a SWAT team. That's why you have a fully trained SWAT team. And that's okay to have that because there will be times in our life where we need that. You know, whether it's a, whether you're white, black, Spanish, Asian, whatever you are, there's going to be a time where even racism doesn't matter to them where that, and, and, and that's the thing. It's a, you see, and as I said that it, 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 it hits something in you guys because it's that, I feel like it's that, isn't it that double edged sword mm-hmm. of we, we want to see that thing crumble, but we all know in the back of our head, one day we're going to need them. <laughs> but we should only need them to do those things mm-hmm. for the right reasons. For the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not for the I wrong reasons. The, I, I get into those arguments too. Who are you going to yeah. call yeah. when someone's breaking into your house? Yeah. 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 I'm going to call Ghostbusters if I want to get a fucking ghost <laughs> up my house. I'm not going to call the fucking cops. What the fuck is a bullet going to do? You know, I don't need, you know, officer this and that coming to my house because some kid, you know, spray paint in my house you know that's you don't need to come saying. up here with a gun right you know, it's, it's those it's those small interactions that you know humans call the cops on other humans and it's not warranted mm-hmm. and it's it's frustrating as hell like you're gonna call someone armed to the teeth over mm-hmm. a kid walking down the street because you don't think he lives in that neighborhood and like, because you know that the cop's gonna gonna probably be more brutal towards that kid because of the color of their skin too, like absolutely. that's what you're hoping. Absolutely, happen, right? <laughs> crazy. It's yeah. crazy. It like, is. It really is. They know what they're doing when they call the cops. Yep. It's not. Oh yeah. 
you know, it's not Guys, like hold your thought for me right there real quick. It's a zoom is about to end. Cause there's a 40 minute limit. I guess when I have big groups, I've never done a big group like this. So keep your, keep everything up. I'm going to go ahead and end this one and I'm going to send you, a, I'm going to start another one. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, can you guys all hear me? Yep. yep. Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read out I'm gonna go ahead and read out the uh, invite number for the new Zoom. Let me know when you guys are ready. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready as well. Okay. I'm just gonna wait for Moody when she's ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Seven four seven. I love that plane. Seven, <laughs> right? <laughs> seven, seven, zero, six. Five, four, eight, six. Let me know when you guys are ready for the password. I'm ready for the password. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. can I repeat it back to you really quick? Yeah. Seven, four, seven, 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 zero, six, five, four, eight, six. That's the one. Okay. I'm ready for the password as well. Okay. Three Q, uh, capital Q, sorry. Three capital Q, uh, lowercase J, lowercase B, uppercase U, lowercase F. Whoa, it says was incorrect. Maybe it is. Yeah, wrong. password error. Three capital Q. As in quarter, I think it's an uppercase or try lowercase j. Okay. Lowercase b, capital U as in under, and then F as in Frank. Capital or lowercase? For Frank? Yeah. Uh, lowercase. Oh. Oh. No? Okay, no. hang on. Try, um, shit. Try an uppercase j. So three capital Q. Capital J, lowercase b. B as in boy? Yeah, b as in boy. Mm -hmm. Capital U, lowercase f. That was it. That was it. Okay. Oh, damn. Okay. Oh. Okay, Moody, by chance, are you, um, are you on Wi-Fi or are you near your router? I am, yeah. Okay. Is it? Yeah, because for is some it choppy. Yeah, it's it fine now. For some reason, yeah, now it's, it's fine. That's weird. Yeah, Maybe it's, it's it was because of your Zoom or something. Maybe it might be her. It might be your Zoom and the your connection might not be able to handle it. Both of them at the same time. Oh, okay. I mean, do you guys want to continue like this so we can hear Moody a little bit better? Because it was kind of hard to hear. Yeah, you can understand the gist of what you're saying, but mm -hmm. it was kind of hard. Yeah, I'm fine going like this. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's do this then. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So let's do this. Um, so I'm not even going to worry about the Zoom. Sorry about that. No, it's all, all right, good. All right, guys. So Jamie, I'm trying to remember uh, your Zoom. Yeah, if you want to. Okay, because it just says that the post will let you in soon. So. Yeah, just stay in the Zencaster one. Okay. And 
we can use the chat feature there at the bottom and then we can kind of talk to each other. So whoever wants to say something okay. or like if one of you guys want to, since we're not doing video, if one of you guys want to go, if you have something to say and, you know, cause it's hard not to see who wants to talk. Yeah. Um, just somebody, you know, just, I don't know. I'm trying to think what you could put, you know, just put your, hold on a second here. I think here. So Jamie, Jamie if I, can you hear me, Jamie? Yep. Okay. Hold on. I'm hearing like every, can you hear me? Yeah. Can everybody hear me? Okay. Yep. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Okay, cool. So what we'll do, yeah, we'll just use the chat there. So Jamie, do you remember what the last thing was you said? Um, what were you saying again? What was the last thing that you, we were talking about, um, what were we talking about? Karen's calling in, calling the cops. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was just about the cops. I was just saying like how it's not warranted. Like, you know, we don't need the cops for every little situation. It's just when someone's armed to the teeth like that, you know, it's not needed. I mean, no, I just don't understand if you. You know, if you can't handle a situation without pulling out a gun, then you shouldn't be a cop. If you're if, if it's if it's if it's a situation where someone is not a threat whatsoever mm-hmm. and you just you can't you literally cannot defuse the situation without pulling out your weapon, just hand over your badge like yeah. it's, right. it's not for you. Yeah, it shows that you don't know how to talk to an individual, sure. which is the number one thing that any hostage negotiator will tell you mm-hmm. is that it's all about how you talk to an individual and the words that you can and cannot say to anyone under a stressful situation. You know, it's like when you're fucking angry, you know, somebody you're angry about something. And someone's like, hey, man, calm down. What happens mm-hmm. when you tell someone calm down? You're like, yep. fuck no, man, I don't want to fucking calm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let, let me fuck. And then you get more angry. Yeah. You know, like I learned at Disney, it's something I learned at, you know, you know, different jobs and things like that is you learn how to kind of talk to people. Yeah. To yeah. diffuse what you think or you know is probably coming at you because you have to tell that customer no or yeah. something, something negative that they're not going to, they're not going to like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everybody and everybody, you know, shows their anger differently. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Like when you, when this all started, you you did see a lot of places burning. You did see um, police cars get battered with bricks and you know windows smashing. But then you did also see people peacefully protesting. You can't, you know, like I can't. I how I get angry is going to be completely different from anybody else. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay. Like, yeah. it's, and I'm not, and I'm not, you know, I'm not condoning the looters or anything like that, but I'm just saying, like, you have to understand that people, when people are pissed off, are tired and not, angry not every, yeah, not everybody is going to react the exact same way that you want them to react. Okay. Now, let me, you brought, you bring up a good point, Jamie, and this is going to be a hard, this is, this is a hard one for me to even ask you guys because you know, I've seen your post and I follow everything because I'm right there with you. You know, there's not much that I can do other than offer this platform for you guys. It's, this isn't even for me, right? My only hope with this is that this podcast grows from here and that we continue to do these 
so that you guys have a voice. If you want friends to come on this podcast and just let out and we discuss the topics and, you know, what we feel, what, you know, what's, and I can ask the questions that I have because here's one of my questions. And it's also a commentary. What is the deal with the looting? And here's the even bigger thing. And I know because I've seen a lot of back and forth in social media (laughs) that the whole disagreeing with looting, I will say this, my personal opinion, but it's because I see it from a certain perspective is looting. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with the looting and the vandalizing. Mm -hmm. And here's why, you know, as someone who's a, I have a business, you know, I have two businesses that I own, right? Mm -hmm. It takes a lot, a lot to grow a small business from the ground up with no next to no money where my video business is at now, I have no idea how I got it to there with a little bit of money that I started with. You know what I'm saying? It's, and, and I look at it in that aspect and it, and it angers me. It it upsets me because I'm like, I know that you, 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 you know, you're trying to take a stand and you want to make a big display, but do you really need to go after the small mom and pop shops? Mm -hmm. You know, why aren't we just looting the Walmarts, the targets, the Mm -hmm. big, industry chains especially walmart who has which i learned helped (laughs) influence racist laws yeah you know go after those fucking assholes yeah so you know and i hope you guys understand where i'm coming from and what i'm saying is only a question out of curiosity and you know not knowing to wanting to get educated yeah Uh i Jonathan, you want to speak on it? Because I can speak on it. Uh, okay. yeah, I have a lot to say, too. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm going to let y'all talk because I can talk today. I, I can just sit too. back. You guys let me know when I can talk again. Go ahead. Um, Do you want to go, Jonathan? No, you go first. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this is a conversation that I've, or you know what? I, to, I'm going to be honest. Um, You know, initially when we started seeing the looting, I, um, you know, I was still and still am i i guess um very upset about george floyd's death um to the point where i didn't care i didn't care about any of it you know what i mean um i i've had a lot of disputes with people on social media about um you know speaking out about the looting but never saying a word about the police police brutality the racism watching this man die like watching this man kneel on this guy's neck for what, eight minutes and 46 seconds, Um, you know, not showing that anger. Like, how is it okay for you to watch this man um, die in front of you and not feel any amount of anger, but then, you know, get so upset when you see riots happen? And I watched a live video from one of the um, activists that I follow um, yesterday. And she said, you know, I don't know if you guys realize, but these aren't riots. These are revolts. And two weeks ago, I had the same conversation with someone who came at me for saying, I don't care about looting. You know, I I said it. I don't care about looting. I don't care about, you know, things burning down and, you know, people losing stock and everything like that. Because at the end of the day, you, you know, your business might have insurance. You, you know, you may not have insurance. You may lose your business. You may go bankrupt. You're mm-hmm. able to live. You have life still. The reason this is all happening now is because too many black people are dying by the hands of 
one white people um, to, you know, white racist police officers who are in, um, you know, are supposed to be held to a higher standard. Um, so, yeah, I, I said, you know what, I don't care about it. I don't care about it. When um, <laughs> this guy said to me, you know, what is this doing? I said to him, if you and this is something that I haven't researched much about, you know, how things were in the United States. And I'm still educating myself on the history of, you know, slaves in the United States versus where I'm from in Jamaica, because what I know of slavery in Jamaica is that if revolts never happened, slavery would probably still be around. People mm -hmm. had to right. put their foot down, start burning, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, start <laughs> yeah. fighting back to be able to gain quote unquote freedom. It's sad, yeah. but it's the, it's the reality. And you know, when I see white kids, I see a lot of white kids, people are like screenshotting stuff. Um, about white kids saying, oh, well, my grandparents owned your grandparents and things like that. Oh it's just God. like, oh, my goodness, like this is the reason. And a lot of white people won't see it because they they will never experience it. You know, of a lot of us won't won't see it unless we want to, you know, because we probably won't experience it. And it's it's crazy whether I'm from a different race or not. There is no reason that I should turn a blind eye to the root of why this is all happening. People don't get up and just throw, you know, firebombs into places for no damn reason. There's a reason this is all happening. And instead of seeing, you know, the result, why don't you look at what it all started from? Like, that's sure. what people are missing is the whole point altogether. Um, the mom and pop um, stores or um, what you said, Brian, I get it. And mm -hmm. there are a lot of people that I've seen, you know, come out and say, you know, stop burning down what we built. You know, this we've come this far. And I get that part as well. There, you know, there are a lot of people who work really hard. Um, a lot of people of color who work really hard to get to where right. they are. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're you're arguing an economy versus someone's life, you know, a, a <laughs> an income versus someone's life. And it's just like, it's not comparable to me, to be honest. Um, it's, you know, <laughs> I, I gotta say real quick, and I don't mean to cut you off yeah. what you just said there. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why you're tuning into this podcast. This is why I made this podcast. I made this a thing because I have questions again, mm -hmm. like I said, and you just answered it. You made me open my eyes to understanding because just tell me what you repeat again with the last words you just said. Um, you're, the economy. Yeah, exactly you're, you're, compar your like you're, you're comparing your income or the economy of the United States, I guess, if you want to look at it broadly to someone's Money life. can be. Yeah. What you just made me look at it and the way I look at it is money can be printed, right, guys? Yeah. You can print money. You can yeah. make money. Mm -hmm. You can do that's money is whatever. Money is a thing created on the faith of the value of the dollar of the country. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You only have one life to live. Mm -hmm. You only have one start and one end. There's no restart. This isn't call of duty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And if I, I, if that's why I wanted to ask that and that just opened it and now I, and I get it and mm -hmm. I absolutely get it. Any, you know, anybody else have any input on that, their views on that whole, on that question? Honestly, she answered it. She couldn't have answered it any better. And um, 
I posted a status on a social media platform saying that, uh, just explaining to people that Black Lives Matter wasn't something that just started this year. Mm-hmm. It was actually started in 2013 when Trayvon Martin mm-hmm. uh, lived in Florida, actually, in Sanford, and he was mm-hmm. murdered by George Zimmerman, who is still alive today, signing autographs. Mm-hmm. Not on Skittles oh. packets. On yeah. Skittles packets. Like, how does that, that yeah. not make you angry? Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't believe in the death penalty. Oh, God. I believe in life in prison. Mm-hmm. That if the offense is strong enough, <clears throat> killing someone, he killed someone mm-hmm. that was hey. unarmed. That man should be in jail rotting without seeing the outside world in a little four by six cell. That's it. Why is that man walking still? Yeah. Oh, um, Brian, can I also add, I'm sorry. I know I'm talking a lot. No, Um, no, go ahead. That's what we're just talking shit. Doesn't matter. This is something that I saw. I've been seeing a lot too. And you know, something like this kind of, I'm I, I'm not going to say I'm happy it happened, but there's a part of me that's glad that things are going down the way they're going down because, you know, I, I'm getting a chance to kind of weed out, you know, I, I'm not going to say my circle, but people I used to associate with. So it, it helps um, for me personally to know, you know, what your views where are on stand. yeah, mm-hmm. where you stand, because, you know, at the end of the day, if a police officer has me in a chokehold, are you going to see the police officer is right? And what I see, I've seen so many people, even right after the day after um, George Floyd died, posting Blue Lives Matter. And it's just like, damn, you know, like mm-hmm. oh, Blue Lives yeah. Matter at this point, you know, like, so you're upholding <laughs> the fuckery, like, is what we would say in Jamaica, <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> Like, like someone, he murdered someone and you saw the entire thing on camera and your take from that is blue lives matter. Cool. We can't associate anymore. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, and and, and that's okay. You know, some people listening to us right now might be like, damn, Moody, that's, that's a little extreme, but guess what? That's your belief and you have every right and every entitlement to believe and do as you wish. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, like that, that, that's, it's just, <sighs> Jamie, what about yourself, man? What, what, what are you, what's your input on all this? Uh, so regarding what Moody just said about Blue Lives Matter, <sighs> here's my take on that. And this goes back to white people living in a bubble, mm-hmm. um, them being raised on the fact that the cops are the good guys. They are the heroes. They are the ones that you call when you need help. Cops are supposed to be those guys. This is what they were raised on, okay? They don't know better because that's what they were taught. They are not seeing it from our perspective right. and from a Black perspective. So they're clinging on to this thought of that there's no way that these cops can be bad because I was always raised on the fact that cops are good. <laughs> and I've seen what cops do with my neighborhood and I've seen with my eyes and I'm like, yeah, the 1950s cookie cutter, the cop yeah. standing by your picket fence, talking to you, the wife and husband while they're grilling, which yeah. I, I'm going to tell you right now, here's my real quick, Jimmy, and I'll, and I'll get, and I'll let you get back to what you were saying. Cause I don't want to let this go. That idyllic image 
never is the image and, and and never but that should be that is that's the idea behind policing is to serve the community protect and be with the community mm-hmm. right when i see you walk down the street i shouldn't be fucking scared of you i should be proud and grateful that you're walking the streets protecting us yeah mm-hmm. not afraid yeah. that even for me as a spanish person when i see a cop when i'm driving or when i'm anywhere I have friends that are cops. I have a lot of friends that are cops. I got some questions for them. <laughs> so I want to know sure. what they think. I'm going to try to get them on here. And I, and I want you guys, I want to know if you guys are cool with that on a later podcast. I want to do that if they're willing to. But yeah. I shouldn't be afraid when I see a cop yeah. walking down the street. Am I going to, is he going to stop me? You know, mm-hmm. is he, you know, if he finds, you know. You know, if you find some weed in my car, is he going to arrest me and send me to jail for five, six years? Or is he going to be like, you know what? It's cool, man, because you're white. It's cool. Yeah. It's a misdemeanor. I'm going to take it and I'm going to give you a ticket for whatever, but you're good. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to take you to jail and ruin your life over nothing. Something that's good for you. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Crazy. It, Crazy. It, look, look, I'll say it right now. We... Cannabis, I am a big proponent for. I'm a big believer in it. It should not be illegal. The only reason that drug is illegal is over again a racist law created for That's a racist right. agenda. The war on during drugs. a fucked up war on, the drugs. war on drugs. Who do they pick? The black and the Mexicans mm-hmm. to scare the shit out of the white people. And you know, you want to know? Okay, make it illegal. And you want to <laughs> know who's who? Who was the president at that time? Was Ronald Reagan? Now that was a horrible horrible law and it's and it's the reason why we are saying about systematic racism now this is this is this is the whole point right here is you're locking you're locking hundreds of thousands of black people up for the smallest amount of weed i can tell you right now i have been hmm, i have seen some shit <laughs> like let's just put it like that <laughs> I have seen some shit. <laughs> I yeah. I have so many experiences that I can reflect on and say, yep, this is America. Like, it's just straight up, like, this is what I just saw. Am I surprised by it? Yes, but no at the same time. Mm-hmm. I have been in plenty of activist groups. I was actually, I almost wanted, mm, I was in, Pol- I, said, I, I don't care. I was in Polk County. Um, and there was this activist group that I love dearly. We marched for Trayvon Martin from Daytona beach to, um, Sanford. I was the one that actually came up with that idea. It got hella crazy coverage. Yeah. Those people are awesome. So after that though, they wanted to go after, um, Mr. Judd, who is the, um, the sheriff in Polk County. And there's been a lot of bullshit going on over there. Um, it got to the point where people were getting stopped for the smallest reasons. They were just getting mm-hmm. blatantly targeted. Mm-hmm. And I went over there to see what's up. I went, you know, to their, to the church at the time where they were being housed. And, um, you know, they wanted to protest that they wanted to hear people's stories in Polk County and they, you know, they wanted to do something about it. So we were at a restaurant and um, everybody, all the cops knew where we were there. 
So stir up some shit. By the time we got out that restaurant, there was a car. It was like an old Cadillac. Drove right past us. About three seconds later, cop comes up. Arrests the guy right in front of our face outside. Right in front of our face. Says that he threw out some weed in the car. Oh, wow. Put him in the back of his cop car and drove off, and it was the sheriff of Polk County. Mm-hmm. I had to leave that night because I wasn't, I wasn't planning on protesting that because I was really busy at the time. But they said, I don't want you to leave unless we have six, seven cars trailing you. When I, because there were some people that did had to leave, that, that had to leave that same night. And I was like, guys, I have to leave. Like, I have an internship in the morning. Like, I can't, I can't stay overnight. When we left, I shit you not, I saw six or seven cop cars pull people over. By the time I went from, I don't even know what city it was. I can't remember where exactly it was. I think it was, I don't know. I think it was Lakeland or some shit. But by the time I was deep up in Lakeland to get over to I-4, I saw, I counted about six times cops were pulling people over left and right. It was the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, this is crazy. On this one road, I was counting six times I saw people get pulled over. They wouldn't let me leave without cars trailing behind me for that reason. Because they would know that Black people were getting discriminated against and targeted and getting arrested. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something I'm never going to forget because I'm looking like, what the hell is going on over here? Yeah. Yeah, that's why yeah. I won't that's why I won't step foot in Polk County. I don't fuck with that place. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, it just it, it just I don't know. You know, Jonathan, what about you, man? How do you feel about all this that we're saying, dude? I mean, in in a sense I do, you know, I I understand exactly what Jamie is saying. You know, I just um in general police when they see black people they just feel like they're a threat. And I, I would say just for myself and my own experience. I'll give you a little story. When I first got my car, uh, it was really, really nice at the time. It was really new and nice and clean. And I had a, remember I had temporary license plates on it. And um, I was driving, uh, I was driving home when a cop got behind me. And I was just like, okay, I didn't do anything illegal. Um, I'm not speeding or anything. And he pulled me over. I was so scared. I didn't, I was just, when he asked me for everything, he didn't say why he pulled me over. I'm like, I still think about it till this day. He never said, he didn't say, oh, you know, you have temporary license plates. Or I felt like I, you know, he just saw a a black guy in a nice car. Right. He didn't say, oh, I'm pulling you over because of this, that, or the third. He just said license and registration and proof of insurance. So I gave him everything. And then he came back and then, oh yeah, after, I remember later, he mentioned uh, my uh, my license plate and I said, I just got the car, they're going to send it to me. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that he didn't say, I'm pulling you over because you, you know, ran the red light or, you know, you see. Yeah, he had no reason, so he yeah. was just delaying, you know, and, and the first thing you have every right to do is ask, well, okay, officer, why am I being pulled over? I was so scared. I was- you have... It is your legal right. Yeah. But if I ask that or a white person ask that, I'll probably be okay. You'll probably y'all get an answer that, right away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because because of that fucked up systemic racism, you know? Yeah. But if you guys ask that, 
even though I'm telling you, you know, you know, I'm telling over here, like, you know, the man, like, yeah, it's okay, guys, go ahead and, you know, ask the cop why you're being pulled over. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be hunky dory. Well, guess yeah, what? No, it ain't going to be hunky dory for someone like, you know, for just because of the color of your skin. Yeah. The fuck, you know, it, 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 you know, and I'm sorry, you know, I just get fucking angry because it, I just, again, I don't understand. It. Yeah. I don't, I feel and like I don't, there's, there's so much to it, um, but the the major issue is just it's just really you know a a sense of a sense of superiority and um, and really right. bullying. Um, to be honest, like I have so many stories of being pulled over, you know, never gotten a ticket or anything, but being pulled over and being harassed, whether it's being discriminated against, being asked. For my my green card like who asked for my green card when i get pulled over? Crazy. who does that <laughs> right um and no one does that. you know it's weird to to being stared down because i'm wearing shorts you know like i it's so it's so much of just like that complex that so many cops have and it's it's sad because the bad is outweighing the good right now it is right it is sad yeah i agree i i do agree you know so, you know, like, here's a here's one other question I have for you guys. And I think we'll go ahead and wrap this episode, first episode up, which I, I honestly, I think is going great. I don't know about you guys. I'm enjoying the conversations and it's kind of good to get that, that frustration off your chest. You know, how do you guys feel about that? <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's needed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. For me, um, you know, initially I started, I started just. I'm not going to say lashed out, but I was, I was going to make, you know, make my point and get my point across whichever way possible um, to people who were being just like dumb about the situation and just not really, what did I say? Um, Recognizing what is really happening and just like, you know, put it, playing it off as something else. Um, but now I'm, I think, uh, you know, I guess that was probably one of my, whatever amount of steps of grief that there is, um, that was <laughs> me, you know, <laughs> venting or being right. angry. Um, I'm still angry. I don't think, uh, and I don't get angry very often, you know, like I don't, mm-hmm. you don't see anger in me very often, but, um, right. now I'm kind of trying to just channel that to, to where we can actually see a real change you know we've we took steps from back in the 60s or back in the 40s or you know and it's just like we got complacent and now is the time to you know not back down and not say okay those cops got arrested we're good now because it's not going to be good it's going to you know he's i i would say he's a lamb for the slaughter at this point because he or they you know the, all four of them got arrested but there's there's so many stories there's so much more work to be done and so you know joining groups that that really fight against this type of situation um voting of course i you know i i'm finally able to vote so i'll definitely be doing that this year um and going out you know like don't be afraid to go outside and make your voice heard if that's what you need to do. Um, you know, I've been joining these protests and stuff like that. Um, yeah. You know, whatever it is that you can do, donating, like, we all have to do something. That's that's yeah. the bottom line. We all have yeah. to do something. Yeah. yeah. John Lemon said on CNN, he said, you know, at this point, you have to 
whatever your weakness was that you didn't do before, make it a strength now. Do something. Absolutely. You know, yeah. like whether it's voting, right. whether it's donating, whether it's going to a process you've never protested to before, go go and do something about this because if the people sure. don't make their voices heard, nothing's going to change, man. I agree. Yeah. I agree. You know, like there's a quote that Gandhi and I have, I pulled it up because I wanted to, you know, you know, quote it exact. Gandhi says, first they ignore you. <laughs> then they laugh at you. Then they fight with you. Then you win. Mahatma Gandhi. You know, I, I, I think it's perfect. Yeah. I think it's a perfect way, you know, to, you know, what did they do? They ignored us. You know, they ignored you guys, right? Mm-hmm. For how long have you guys been ignored, marginalized, mistreated? You know, maybe not necessarily you guys directly have had the brunt of the worst of it. You know, those before you definitely, I, you know, definitely took those heavy blows as well. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, if, you know, things have always been bad for, for your culture, for your people, for, for the, for your people, right? Mm-hmm. But imagine how much worse it was back then. And I'm not, oh, don't yeah, get it sure. twisted, guys. I'm yeah. not negating what's going on now is less than what was happening before. It's just, we have evolved. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, here's the thing. And I think we all kind of forget this. How old is, you know, England, right? Mm-hmm. How old is India as a country, right? Mm-hmm. As, a, as a monarchy, right? Th- hundreds and hundreds of, you know, th- it's the thousands of years, right? The U.S. Is, on, is, is only about 200 and something years old. Right. So the country, I look at it like this. It's, it's like, you know, a child growing up. And, and you may or may not agree with me on this one. A child, you know, 200 years is nothing, you know, in the eyes of other countries that look at, that have evolved much better, mm-hmm. you know, right? 200 years, that's not much time. colonized, I guess, if, you're, if that's uh, yeah, the number. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I kind of look at it like this country is still young. There's no excuse for what's happening, but it's still young and it's still developing. And my hope is that we'll get there someday, hopefully in our lifetime, that I will not turn the TV on and have to worry about seeing one of my friends or someone I know shot or killed or, you know, something, you know, yeah, it's, it's because of the color of their skin. It's honestly it makes me want to cry sometimes when I think about it. Like, it's, it's not cool. This, <coughs> this world. I'm going to say this, and this may sound crazy. This world is so poisoned right now. Mm-hmm. It's so poisoned, and there needs to be a cleansing somehow. Something needs to happen that makes us all go, holy shit. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, let's just unite. Like, enough is enough. Yeah. I feel like everything happen- happening right now is going to be in history books. I would hope. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, I told my wife. You know, I was like, you know, I, I was watching uh, like the, uh, the 13 and I, and I mentioned to my wife and I told her, I said, you know, it almost being, I'm a huge history buff, by the way, everybody, mm-hmm. huge history buff. I'm obsessed with history, all aspects of it. And this feels so much. And I, and it hit me yesterday that it feels like we're back in the sixties again, mm-hmm. experiencing some, some, the worst yeah. Yeah. all over again. Like you, you and I. All of us listening to this, being on this podcast, we're, we're experiencing something historic, I think. And do we want to be on the right side of history or do you want to be on the wrong side of history <laughs> when yeah. things go down? Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, do you want to be remembered as a Nazi? Or do you want to be remembered as a freedom fighter? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like many of them did. You know, it really is the the last black straw. I mean, we we can't yeah. take we can't take it anymore. We're not I mean, whatever happens, whatever happens when all this is over, it needs to be over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this is it. Yeah, like we do not need to have this happen again in 15, 20 years. Yeah, it's that's real, something I told my sister too. Um, when I told her I was going to the protest, you know, um, she. She was scared for me, I guess. And I I blatantly said, and I don't know if this is because I don't have a family. I don't have kids. You know, maybe I'm a little bit more carefree, but I literally said, Mm -hmm. if I get hurt or if I die, you know, fighting for what needs to happen and there's a change tomorrow or 10 years or 20 years from now, then it's worth it. You know what I mean? Sacrifice. You see it as a sacrifice worth cause yeah it is for everyone else's kids to come like it's not just right now it's you know looking to the future as well yeah i agree and it's honestly like i want to stop the trauma you know i want Mm -hmm. to i want to stop seeing this because it's it's fucking traumatic like that's like seeing my father or my cousin Mm -hmm. dying right in front of my eyes Mm -hmm. every time i watch Mm -hmm. a video Mm-hmm. And yeah. it makes you want to cry, it, it, or it makes you numb, or it makes mm-hmm. you angry. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. And and I, oh, and I saw, I saw. Um, I, I, I want to shout out to Phil Agnew real quick. He's a he's a Bernie Sanders surrogate. He said a quote that really struck me, and it's just it's true. It says, "I feel something that makes me want to cry. It's a sadness that makes me want to cry." That cry, I didn't cry that other time. That cry, I should have cried five other times, but I didn't Mm -hmm. because I'm supposed to be smart, strong, Mm -hmm. and be a man. Mm -hmm. And Jonathan, I'm sorry, Jamie, go ahead. No, I'm just saying that that was, it just struck me. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jonathan, you wanted to add something to that? Oh, I was just adding to what Jamie was saying, like, and it also makes us question, like, when is it going to happen in my neck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that could be me. That's where, like, when we say Black Lives Matter, it's like, okay, does my if, if we're friends, you know, on any social media platform or in person or whatever, you know, like, if this happened to me, whose side are you on? Are you yeah. on the police side? Are you on the racist cop side? You know what I mean? Are you on the justice, the systematic racism? Whose side? Are you? If if Black Lives don't matter, then basically my life doesn't matter to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and, and, and this might be a controversial thing to say, is and, and and but being on the wrong side or the right side of history, you know, yeah, you could be the most bigoted asshole, the most white America pro, you know, white supremacy company or person or whatever. But if 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 tomorrow something happened in your brain where you said, "Wait a minute, I don't want to be on the wrong side of this thing," what have I been doing my whole life? It's my, my, in my belief, if you have that moment, that intelligence to say, I need to be on the right side of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you, you, it, it gives me, it, it would give me hope for society. Absolutely. Yeah. Because even you, even though you be responsible for the most fucked up, heinous things towards the culture, towards the race, you know, whatever you want to, however you want to put it, if you can have that moment, that realization in your life, then there's hope in your heart. 
and and I feel like we you know the the Black Lives Matter movements, all those things. If something were to miraculously happen tomorrow, and that were to happen, which I know it's not going to happen like that, I would pray and hope that the other side just embraces them, doesn't question it, and just embraces it, and then sit down and have that discussion of what was going on. You know, I'm going to say this really quick, and then I think we're going to end this. One. I've always said that take. A black person and take the most bigoted, racist, ignorant white person, put them in a room together on a din- in a dinner table. Both of them have them bring, bring their greatest dishes, their favorite dishes from their cultures, right? <laughs> their favorite drinks from every culture. Sit those people down and just lock them in the room and eat each other's food. Because one thing that I have noticed in every food show that I watch (laughs) religiously is that no matter whether it's Afghanistan, Taliban, um, whatever race, whatever religion, that when people sit down to eat, they can have a conversation and they can be at peace. And then they begin to understand each other a little bit when they realize that it's not so bad. Look at the great things that you have in your in your culture's food. And look at the great things I have in my culture's food. Maybe this isn't really what everyone's been saying. Yeah. You know? And I know it's it's a very cookie cutter idealistic thing, but that's just been always been my belief. Yeah. I feel like food and and sharing your culture with people, educating is what it comes down to, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, just educate yourself. And maybe this will all be over. And have an open mind too. On top of that, because education can't go nowhere. Don't be so jealous that the black community has delicious food, amazing fucking clothing, great fucking music, everything. (laughs) You know, just is what it is. But you know, it's okay to be a little jealous. You know, don't be a dick about it. You know, I feel like that's what's happening. It's just I feel like it's just a fucking jealousy towards your your culture and your community. It's an insecurity. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So guys, any closing words, any other little things you want to touch on before we end this one? Yes. I just have to say uh if you have not seen this movie already, please watch it while it's free on uh, um if you have Spectrum it's free on demand. If you have Amazon Pro- Prime it's free Prime. on demand. Just mercy. Just mercy. Just mercy. Yeah, please just mercy. It. yeah it's really good. It is really I have to finish it. I, I I got halfway through and I didn't get a chance to finish it. I'm going to watch it right after we finish this. Yeah, uh, cool. I will say this. I can only imagine what you guys must feel watching that movie, but I ugly cried. Yeah, I did. So much. Dude, <laughs> man, I just angry crying. Like, like yeah. sad, man. That and The Last of Us. The Last of Us was a horror movie. It was a black people horror movie. <clears throat> Right. I watched Selma yeah. for the first time last week, and that one that one really got me. Powerful. Yeah. And Powerful. watching watching these movies with your fam with your family, you know, mm-hmm. I did. I watched a lot of those movies with my father, and yeah. um, you know, I think I can't remember what it was. It was a Butler. That's what it was. The Butler, uh, the Black Butler. I can't remember who the director the was. Uh, I know he yeah. was about, he, he served for the presidents, right? Right. Right. Yeah. We saw that together, <laughs> and. You know, it was very touching. And, you know, and that was the time where I was becoming a real big activist. Like that was right around the time of Trayvon and and all those experiences that I had. I told you about 
he was just like, had I been your age right now, I'd be right out with you doing the same thing that you're doing, yeah. you know, but it's, you know, and it's, it's crazy because it's just like, you know, he went through his life stage and I'm, I'm sitting here, you know, fighting for something that should have been corrected at his generation. Or yeah. it shouldn't even be a thing in the first place. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, yeah, it, it's unfortunate. My only hope at the end of this, I hope that I want to keep these podcasts going with you guys, right? I really enjoyed the group that we have on here. I want to bring other people on that we were trying to get on as well. But I hope that when the year is over, none of us here right now are having to talk about this anymore. I really hope that at the end of this year, I don't have to continue this podcast with you guys. Yeah. And not for the wrong reasons, but for the right reasons. If, do you guys understand what I'm coming from? Yeah. What I'm saying? Definitely. Because that's enough, man. Enough is enough. Like you said, you know, I'll say it right now. Moody was the one that came up with the name for our podcast. I wanted nothing to do with the name. Okay. I wanted that to be a thing for that for you guys to decide. And when she said that, I was like, fuck, that's it's just perfect. Yeah. Because it's it. It's enough. You know? Yeah. Enough is enough. So guys. We're going to go ahead and do more of these throughout the, throughout the coming weeks and months, um, I think. So anybody want to share social media where you guys can be found online? Do, we, do you guys want to do that? Um, if not, I it's perfectly cool. I haven't been on social media much recently, but um, my Instagram is um, at 876moody, M-O-O-D-I-E. Um, I really, I've, I repost a lot of things. I really... Um, you know, I just started getting involved with um different activist groups and stuff like that. So I do repost like the plans for the protest and um information about voting. Um, if you guys do have any information that you want to share with me, as I said, I'm new to <laughs> being able to vote, and unfortunately, I didn't do very much research on the whole voting system itself, and you know all the the different officials that we can vote for and all of that i guess i I, i'm guilty i didn't educate myself enough (laughs) before i get i got to this point so you guys kind of have anything to share on that i know we have um elections coming up um in august is that right um november um isn't there a a primary bill coming up in august um i think there's a primary um i'm not sure what exactly would be voting for i just got my um, voters card but yeah i know the general elections are in november but i think maybe it's it's just for orange county i don't know i really don't know i think there yeah there's something coming up august 18th i have to look, look back at it but if you guys know anyone who can you know i'm actually gonna be headed to a protest right now um mainly yeah. uh, <laughs> um mainly because they have a voter, um, a voting station there. Um, I've already, you know, signed up, but I want to get a little bit more information on, you know, what we can vote on. You know, we did have some elections happen back in March, I think it was, when the pandemic started too. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that, if you guys can impart your knowledge on me, like throw it at me. Um, (laughs) I I need some information on that. That would be great. And, um, yeah, I, I think that is it. Black Lives Matter. Always have, always will. Absolutely. Totally. Totally. Thank you for that, Moody. 
So Jonathan, how about yourself, man? You want to share where people can find you if they want to reach out to you or anything like that? Um, yeah, I would say the same. Uh, my Instagram name is at Don Corleone. It's kind of like uh, from the movie The Godfather, but with two E's. So at D-O-N-C-O-R-L-E-E-O-N-E. And I, I do a lot of reposting and um, I'm also, I'm still doing my, my research into things. There's things that I'm finding out right now that I didn't know. There's a lot of things we weren't taught in, you know, in yeah. class. And I was, I'm mind yeah. blown. Like June, mm-hmm. that was not a thing. And I'm very, uh, I'm not looking at July 4th the same. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, excellent. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. So, Jamie, how about yourself, sir? Anything, anywhere people can reach out to you if they want to reach out and talk to you? Uh, no, not, I'm not too big on the social media aspect. Or I, I really like to keep my my circle really small. But um, okay. all I all I can say to listeners is, you know, continue to educate. Um, if you want to donate, please donate. I'm always a big advocate for the ACLU. Um, you know, we need people like that to protect our civil liberties and, you know, to protect our LGBTQ brothers and sisters and protect minorities and people of color. Um, because once these, you know, once things like this happen, we need someone to have our back. I mean, you can donate to the NAACP, you can donate to Black Lives Matter, whatever cause that you find is, is, um, is um, worth your money, completely go for it. Jamie, I have a quick question for you. Are there any yeah. local, um, I know we're all in Orlando or the Orlando area, right? Um, is there, are there any local um, activist groups that you would recommend, um, you know, joining or? I could put you in mine. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are a couple of them that I, you know, Dream Defenders and all of that, that I'm, yeah, you know, that's mine. At. That is, okay, perfect, perfect. Uh-huh. So, nah, yeah. I can, I could put you on to, Put you okay. on to the gym defenders if you great want. great yeah that would be perfect i'm you know as i said i'm just i'm learning you know it it gets to this point where you know we all have to participate it's time for everyone to participate so it's a group thank Absolutely. you i will hit you up um on that yeah no worries perfect awesome well thank you for that guys and yeah and as well guys by the time this episode is released and you're listening to this uh, you'll be able to find us on all the podcast platforms. You'll be able to find us on Apple iTunes, uh, Podcast, uh, Stitcher, uh, Rocket Cast. Uh, oh my gosh, all of them. But especially you'll be able to find us on anchor.fm, guys. They're a great site to host your podcast. If you guys want to start your own podcast for free, it's a great way to do it. So definitely check us out. You'll be able to find us on anchor.fm. That, that'll be our first home while we wait for all the other approvals from everybody else to go through. So on that note, guys, I want to say thank you so much for agreeing to do this. I hope that I didn't take up too much of your time. And I hope that the questions I asked you were justifiable and that you understood where I was coming from with those questions and that hopefully you guys want to continue doing these. Yeah, I'm thank down, you man. So much. Thank you so much for the platform. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Anytime, guys. No, thank you. So, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, we have been the last black straw. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Go out there, protest, have your voice heard, but please, above all else, be safe and love each other. Be kind to each other, everybody. Peace.